Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Central Virginia Fishing Report with Ethan Martin at Tellers Fly Shop. How you doing, Ethan? I'm doing great today. How are you doing? As always, just trying to stay out of trouble, and you know, the refrain kind of seems to be in the southeast that, uh, you know, smallmouth fishing is winding down, and it's time to start thinking a little bit more about fall trout fishing. Yep, that's pretty much been what everybody that's come into the shop, and even, you know, the, our own guys fishing. Um, still a couple guys that are out there for smallmouth, but just the success rate has not been, uh, you know, there as, as much, um, as it has on the trout front. Um, our brook trout streams have still been, uh, fishing pretty well. It is lower water because we didn't get really absolutely wrecked by the hurricane, thankfully. Um, and then even the last couple of little rainstorms that have come in. Um, so still just basically normal fall flows, um, which is lower and, uh, they they have started stocking trout um, this past week, so uh, if that's up your alley, then you should rejoice. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, obviously the stocked fish are going to eat what I kind of pejoratively call junk food. They're going to eat squirmies and mops and eggs and all kinds of stuff like that, right? Yeah, especially at this first bit, um, first part of the season. Um, I know there's a couple places that after a little time, you know, as long as they survive in there, then they can wise up pretty quick. Uh, and in that case, I still, for the most part, fish nymphs to those fish. Uh, nymphs are smaller streamers. Um, but, you know, towards the fall, the, the biggest issue that you're going to have if you are a newer angler is finding water uh, that can have fish in it. Um, and so what I mean by that is, even I've helped them stock before. And, uh, you know, one of the things that you're always thinking about is where can you put this fish that, uh, it's going to survive. And, you know, you can stick it in one section of the river where there's like skinny water, skinny water, skinny water, or you can stick it in a hole. Uh, and so as would be, you know, if you sat there and thought about it for five seconds, you would say, yeah, they'd probably stick it in the hole. And if it's closer to the stream or, in, or if the road is closer to the stream, then that's all the better. Um, to provide easy access for carrying the bucket or carrying the net. Um, and so when you do get it, that uh, trout stock stuff and you're looking online to find, you know, where they put fish in that, um, then just keep that in mind. In time, eventually those fish will spread out more. Um, but especially towards the start of all the stock dates, uh, stuff is going to be pretty condensed to the deeper water uh, that you find on that river. Um, and, you know, the main thing, with a lot of that is just getting your flies to the bottom. If you're fishing uh, junk flies, squirming worms, eggs, you know, that, that style of uh, fishing, which just mainly just nymphing. Um, the biggest thing I can tell you is just make sure that your flies are right along the bottom. So using split shot can be helpful if the hole is deep enough. Um, and then just focusing on presentation um, because you won't typically be moving quite as much as you do in a wild fishery. Um, where you know that there are fish that are spread out all through the river because they're there year round. Um, and so on that front in central Virginia, I still haven't seen or heard reports of any of the brook trout that are spawning. Um, but this has been a pretty aggressive, uh, shift into fall. And so my assumption is going to be here in the next like two to three weeks, we should see the bulk of our fish, um, either preparing for spawn or actively spawning. Uh, here in central Virginia. So just keep that important you know, or in mind when you're looking at the map and thinking about where you want to fish um, is that depending on what region you go to, uh, the brook trout are going to be spawning sooner or 
later. Uh, and a lot of that's temp. A lot of that is, uh, you know, the sun. How long is that out? Um, so uh, just keep that in mind as you go. If you decide to go up more north, then uh, just keep an eye out for any spawning activity. And I just stay away from those fish um, if you are out. Or if you want to just hang up the boots and call it when you start seeing that stuff, then you can do that too. And uh, take some photos and make some memories doing other things, you know. Yeah. And I mean, and for folks that aren't familiar with that, normally what you'll see is you'll see these kind of dinner plate size places that look like somebody like literally cleaned them with a feather duster. Um, and that's, those are going to be the reds and that's going to be a real big tip that the, uh, the fish are on the nests. Right. And you want to leave them alone. Yep. Yeah. That's the main thing. I mean, I remember when I was a kid and you see fish doing that and you think, wow, you know, this is incredible. And you just sit there and fish for them forever because you're a kid and you don't know any better. Um, so it's important too to educate people that are around you, not like, you know, being a jerk, but um, just letting people know, because that is the future of those wild trout fisheries is uh, those brook trout that are able to reproduce. Um, and then once they're, you know, they've completed, then those spots, those reds or nests, um, they still have your active eggs in them. So if you are just, you know, walking all the way up the stream, then it is also possible to just step in a huge pile of eggs and kill a bunch of brook trap that way. Um, so yeah, just, you know, be wise how you're fishing. Yeah. Don't do that. Um, and then, you know, <laughs> if, if you are going to fish for the brook trout and they're not spawning, I would imagine it's probably dry dropper if there's enough water, but the dries are probably yellow and orange, right? Yeah. And even so, I mean, I've talked about them probably the last three episodes, um, but the greeny weenie fly, it is, it is coming to full effect right now um, in terms of how well it's performing. So um, a lot of guys have been using those that are weightless or they don't have any bead on them at all um, just to keep it up through the majority of the water when it does get low. Um, and then another thing, uh, the muskie, that's another topic that, you know, I don't talk about as much, but uh, muskie and the James have definitely uh, seen an, an uptick, you know, and who's out fishing for them and catching them. Um, so water is clear, but that's definitely something that if you've been wanting to go try it, uh, now is, is a good time because you can see everything of what's going on. You know, in the same breath, muskie can also see everything you're doing. So, <laughs> but I've heard of, I mean, quite a few people, not just with guides that have, um, caught a couple. Um, so just take note of that as well. If you do have a, um, an inclination to want to go and kill yourself for a day, you know, muskie is a great way to do that and get a huge workout in and, uh, demoralize yourself for the hopes of one fish. You know? <laughs> well, and if you want something in between, you can still go fish for smallmouth. I mean, the challenge this time of year is that it's just harder to pattern the fish, right? Cause they're not in their winter hole and they're not basically on top like you'd expect them to be in the summertime. And so that's really kind of the game. So I think the secret there is just to cover water. Exactly. Yep. Well, you know, folks, we love questions on the articulate fly. You can email them to us. You can DM us on social media if we use your question. I will send you some articulate fly swag. We learned a drawing for something cool from the shop at the end of the season. And Ethan, before I let you go, you want to let folks know shop location hours and all that kind of good stuff? Yeah, of course. The shop is located in downtown Lynchburg, Virginia. Uh, we have you know, pretty much all your normal fly fishing, fly tying stuff. Um, if you can't make it into the shop, then you can also find us online. Um, and if you have any sorts of questions about fishing or products, anything like that, you can send us an uh, email, give us a phone call, Instagram message, any of that stuff, uh, and we'll get on it as quick as we can. Yeah, well, there you go. And I would say, too, I mean, quite honestly, you've got one of the better, you know, fly tying selections of 
most shops I go into. So, you know, folks, if you like to tie, you really need to stop in the shop or go online and check it out. And, you know, folks, fall is my favorite time to get out on the water. You owe it to yourself to get out there and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Ethan. Tight lines. Tight lines.